It's Ernest on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in, Daniel. You had a good suggestion for us. Uh, you sent us to a place in here, here in Tulsa where they had a piano that plays itself, like the keys go down by themselves. Well, the reason you should go to the place is because they have great pies. The place is called Common Tart. It's actually over there in uh, Midtown, kind of close to where you live, Tig. And I went and... Uh, tried this place the pie is absolutely delicious and while i was in there i noticed that they have one of those pianos that plays itself mm -hmm. so i thought i bet your son is six years old i thought he would absolutely love it so i sent you guys over there you and your wife and your little son mac was i wrong or was i right about a kid loving those pianos that play themselves at common tart they do have a piano that plays it itself and uh, i brought my six-year-old son in there and he was I mean, he couldn't believe his luck. He he didn't exactly understand what's going on. He's like, how does this thing work? And how come the keys are going down? But I mean, kids, I guess, love this piano stuff. And uh, then I told him, I said, what do you mean the keys are going down by themselves? Y'all don't, you don't see that man sitting there playing the piano? And he starts looking at me and I'm like, the keys aren't going down by themselves. They're, there's like a man. So he thinks there's a ghost in the building. And he grabs my arm, kind of like one of those grabs where your kid starts pulling you down a little bit. And you're like, hey, you can't pull me. I'll, I'll lose my balance. And so I don't know why I took a, a beautiful moment to, uh, scared of to terrorize my son, yeah. but I did. And he's like, oh, delicious pie and ghosts. Yeah. But then you did something similar to him when we were at the um, Renaissance Festival. There was two guys at the Renaissance Festival. They were fencing. Yeah, that's right. They were dressed up as, you know, they had all this the get-ups on and all that in the at Castle Muskogee. And they were fencing with each other. And your son didn't understand what fencing was, and you told them that, that the game would be over when one of the men dies. Because <laughs> he thought scared, it was swords. Scared him to death again. Know, what are you do doing that? him like that for? That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. But he, uh, uh, if you like pie, that common tart is delicious. You yeah, don't even like food, but did you like the pie there? Didn't did, try it? I didn't try How it. How do you get... Hold my, on. My wife got pie. You get pie, a beautiful piece of pie. pie. How do you not have one bite of it? There's something wrong with me. What, I, did, what did your wife say about the pie? Was delicious. Good? She loved every second of it. Well, that's so, common tart. Common tart. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. So much progress in Tulsa. And where I look out here, I see Guthrie Green. And there's a lot of construction down here. And the uh, construction dudes, they're already rolling into work. And I was like, man, they have an early day and probably a long day. And, um, you know, you don't think about construction guys a whole lot. I mean, except if, um, you know, the road's blocked off because of it. But they do a lot of great work, and the building we're in right now happened. But, Daniel, when you were young. <laughs> when I was younger, my dad's an electrician, so I used to uh, I used to work for him, and I would go to the job site, and I, don't, I really wasn't cut out for uh, working construction or <laughs> electrical work. I you're just kidding. have never been able to. Yeah, you're not going to believe it, but I was never good at – couldn't do anything with my hands. And to uh -huh. this day, I can't build like you're – your neighbor, Ryan, could probably, like, build a porch or something like that. Yes. You, I, I, can't, I can't do nothing. You can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, For right. real. I wish I could. I can't. I just don't have it in me. And so I used to um, have to work on job sites, work with construction people, and I found out they don't like a bunch of funny business. They're not up for your shenanigans. And so when you're like a 16-year-old kid and you find out somebody doesn't like something, what's the one thing you want to do to them? Whatever you find out they don't like, that's exactly what Aggravate you start doing. Aggravate them, do whatever you can. So me and my buddy, would, uh, we would ride around in our hometown in Alabama, and uh, once there was a construction site, and I saw some construction guys out there working, and I thought it was so funny that I would, we would, I would get my buddy Corey to stop, and I'd roll down the window and be like, hey! To the construction guys, yeah. you're yelling at them. Hey! What if I was to come over there and slap you? <laughs> and I would say that, and then we would drive so, off like, ha, 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 and drive off. 
<laughs> and I did that it's for so a few weeks. Yeah. But then one day, something something happened. Uh-oh, a little and wrinkle I in the I changed plan? my way. Oh, yeah. I saw my la- my life flash before my eyes. Like you had the memories pop up, like you on a swing set as a two-year-old. Yeah. And like all of that went through your head. Um, another day, another construction site. Some guy out there was working. I was like, hey, <laughs> what if I was to get out of this car and come over there and slap you? And that guy lost his mind. <laughs> He did. He wasn't like, oh, some dumb kid. Ha ha. He got, he was furious. <laughs> oh my God. Guy gets up, got his hammer with him, starts walking fast toward us. Uh, oh gosh. I was like, Corey, go, 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 go. Red light. <laughs> and buddy, it came down to the wire. <laughs> we, so, I mean, he's getting closer and closer. And you're just looking at that light like, please he's go green. Real close. Please yeah. go green. <laughs> and so after we made it out of that, I didn't, uh, you don't do that anymore. This is we're just talking about no, dumb things do we did anymore. as a kid. But you know what I think probably influenced me was that Roy D. Mercer. You know, Phil and Brent that used to be on the radio here, they came up with that character called Roy D. Mercer, and his whole thing was you ever hear these calls, Tiger? Yeah, where they he would, would prank call like, somebody really and mess like, with people and aggravate yeah, it's like, them. Well, they have time for an A weapon because that's what you're gonna get. And so I thought it was funny <laughs> to like threaten people. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know. And then it almost But the you. difference was Roy D. Mercer did it from the comfort of home with his telephone. Right. I you, was trying to do it in person. You were on the scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's another kind of way that, that my life had somehow tied back into Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm thinking about this construction guy. This has been years and years and years have passed. I wonder if he still sits there. and He's like, that kid... 20 years ago because he was going to slap me. Well, now I know what life is like being probably that guy's age, which I'm probably his age now. Right. And I remember being 16 being like, why would a guy get so mad about this? But then yesterday I go to get an ice cream cone at a frozen custard place, Ty. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered a cone. They put it in a cup. I almost lost my mind. <laughs> so you could see where if a kid said he's going to come slap you, you would really. I got mad over an ice cream cone yesterday. <laughs> And, but I couldn't understand at 16 yeah. why a guy would get mad. If, you know, he's out there breaking his back on the job site, and some idiot's like, I'll slap you. Well, I'm glad that light turned green because uh, you might not even be doing the show with me. Yeah. And I'm glad you're here. Thank, it's, thank goodness. It's 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. How hot is it out there? Uh, We felt it over the weekend. It was pretty brutal. And uh, a guy in Phoenix, Arizona, they're going through something really hot too, obviously. And uh, he said, you know, it's so hot that uh, I think I'll, he he made a hamburger in his car. He, He put a hamburger, like two beef patties on a cookie sheet and he even toasted the buns and, you know, in the car. So he puts a a cookie sheet on his dashboard, leaves it there for a while, comes back, the hamburgers are cooked. Well, yeah, if you leave it in a very hot space for a, a, a half a day, sure. That's why you do that, though. <laughs> Gonna get ants. Hey, that's how you get ants. Daniel, there's more to the story. Uh, there's more? After the uh, hamburger, he says, how about some dessert? <laughs> he cooked a cake in his car. That's how hot it is. He was able to, you know, like a cake pan or whatever, and he put that on his dash. And it maybe takes a lot longer than an oven or whatever, but it is possible that um, good way to save energy, I guess. 
Well, that is breaking news. Heat cooks. The breaking news is that hot. That is breaking. It's that Wait. hot out there. This just the, in. Hot in the summertime. You don't need an oven. You just need a car. Save money. Well, it used to be when everybody was always cooking the egg. Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. I think you probably could have this weekend. So it continues, man. We're still up into the mid-90s today. You really ought to be controversial, Ty, and cook yourself a chicken breast, something that seems really sketchy. Yes. <laughs> you, meat, like beef, I'm not as worried about, but chicken, mm-hmm. you really got to get that baby cooked, Oh, right? how about seafood? Or a fish. Oh. Maybe some... Hey, uh, now you want to tell me that it's hot. Cook a fish in the car. <laughs> Could you imagine the right, smell? Let's do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. As we all head out for summer vacations, a lot of us are going to be doing that. And um, we were wondering, where would you never go back to? One lady called and said Gatlinburg. Never going back to Gatlinburg. 918-879-9898. It's kind of like a way for you to help other people, too. It's like, you know, it was all hyped up, but we got there. Not that great. Uh, Where would you never go on vacation again? 918-879-9898. 98. Daniel, you were uh, very generous, and you invited me on a trip uh, earlier this year to Salt Lake City to go skiing, snow skiing. And I was excited, and, uh, you know, I borrowed ski clothes and all that kind of stuff. And Let me tell you this, Doug. You were also a little braggadocious about it, and I'll never forget this quote because I was like, hey, man, uh, if you haven't been skiing in, like, 20 years, it's going to be, you know, 20 years is a long time. You're going to notice some things about your body and about skiing that maybe you didn't notice before, and you said, and you were dead serious. You looked at me and you said, Daniel. You don't realize how athletic I am. <laughs> okay, I did say that. Didn't you? And you got real serious and looked right in my eye, and you're like, you don't realize how athletic I am. And when you say athletic, you must mean like Babe Ruth, <laughs> like very old, out-of-shape man. <laughs> and uh, and so I get to Salt Lake, and, uh, you know, it's beautiful out there, and then we try to ski, and I can't ski anymore. I fell down, and it was like if a turtle uh, fell on its back. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure out. You looked over, you, you tight. We, I mean, within six minutes of having those skis, and this is like less than the bunny slope. Tig falls down, yes. and he looks over at me and goes, "How do I get up?" <laughs> I'm just like, I, you know, I don't know. You just got to get up. So, and then hold on. Yeah. Uh, you know how when people they say if you uh, fall off the horse, you're supposed to get right back on it. Well, no, no. Tig stood up after falling once, immediately skied and returned his gear, <laughs> and then just walked around while me and my cousin were skiing the rest yeah. of the time. Uh, so Salt Lake City is off my list. Not no going to vacation in Salt Lake City. You know Lake what I think about my parents. Um, I, I don't think I'll ever go on vacation with them again because when I was little, we would go to, like, Florida, like Orlando or something once every, you know, couple of years or something like that. And I could tell you the formula every time of what happened trying to vacation with your parents in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Mom and dad are driving up front. You're in the back. You got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. You had, like, a coloring book, maybe a book to read. Yeah, There's no, no you a know, tablet. You know, no, not, this was even before Game Boy. There's no GPS. So up front, you're trying to get down to Florida, get down to where you're trying to get, and your dad is driving, and he has zero patience, and your mom is looking at the map. And what always would happen, they would get into an argument on the way down there over navigation. Because right. I guess my dad thought my mom was a computer. <laughs> like, Cheryl, where, you know, where are we? You know, he would try to say, hey, we're in Orlando. Can you find Orlando on the map? And then she would go, it's not on the map. 
and they would fight and get in such a terrible argument that always the vacation was cut kind short. Kind of messed up, yeah. Yeah, because my dad would get mad, wouldn't speak to you for like three days. Well, um, so I don't so think I'll do you'll that. avoid that. Do you have patience when it comes to vacationing with, with, you, with your kid? It's like almost more stressful on vacation somehow. We'd get down there, and then they would. Uh, my dad would get mad at my mom because she wanted to read a book by the pool. I guess he thought we should have some big adventure like Indiana Jones or something. Like, mm-hmm. hey, Dad, there's no ancient ruins in Orlando. <laughs> it's reasonable for her to want to read her book by I the see. pool. All right, so Orlando's off your list, I guess. Anywhere with uh, impatient parents, off the list. Where uh, where will you just not go on vacation anymore is what we want to know. 918-879-9898 right now. 918-879-9898. Where would you just probably not go again if you had your choice? It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dana. Are there any places that uh, as we get into vacation season, which, by the way, they're saying – uh, I read somewhere where it said, just pretend like three summers are happening at once with respect to travel. Like everybody who can, it's just going to be crazy because everybody's been cooped up for so long that everybody's getting out. But we wanted to know, where's a place you would just never go on vacation again? We had a call earlier. I'll never go to Salt Lake City because I can't ski anymore because something happened to my body. I don't know what happened in 20 years, but not good. And then uh, a lady said Gatlinburg. Didn't want to go there. Other people are saying that they, they went all, all the way over to Europe to see the Mona Lisa. And they got there, and that was a big old dud. Which, again, who plans their vacation to go see a painting? <laughs> that was the problem, not the Mona Lisa. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's Ty Godino. Who's this? This is Ron. How are you guys doing this morning? Man, we're doing great. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. Doing my normal drive all the way to Stillwater from Tulsa. Listen to you guys for an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. My our condolences. <laughs> well, hey, I was calling in about you guys' uh, trip that you'll never take, vacation never take again. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go to Pensacola, Florida, or uh, uh, Gulf Shores all the time. That's yeah. usually where we go. But what I will not do is go camping again at, at Fort Pickens. We decided that one time we wanted to rough it and go out to Fort Pickens, get a tent and pitch it up and be right out there by the tip of the ocean and the whole nine yards. And we all got eaten up by insects and bugs and ants. And we were there for one night, went and checked into a, uh, a condo on the beach and said, well, we'll never, ever, ever go camping again. Yeah, Fort Pickens is a, a fort there in Pensacola, Florida, uh, right at the Panhandle. Yep. And yep. Outside during the summer, yeah, not not fun, I wouldn't imagine. And eaten by bugs? Yeah. No, thanks. Nah, no thanks. I'll never do it again. And then again, you got kids out there and those complaining the entire time about the bugs. <laughs> we couldn't even sit down and try to eat. No, that's out. That's another. I've got bit again. You know what? Okay, we will never, ever, ever do this again, kids. It's ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Today's hot country, and every day about seven forty, we usually do some. Uh, Free stuff for you. So every single day, just keep that in mind. And today it is uh, AAA Route 66 Road Fest tickets. Classic cars, live music, exhibits, all the info at the bull. Tulsa.com. Daniel, who do we have today? We have Teresa. Uh, Teresa, you, you, you're calling from uh, Tulsa this morning saying just getting off work, huh? Yes. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a nurse. Oh, my gosh. So you could use a, a little time off and a time to go to the, <laughs> the big car show, huh? Yes. All right, Teresa, I'm going to ask you some questions about some very famous cars. These should be fairly easy. Do you enjoy uh, cars and movies and television shows? Yes. All right. Up first, Teresa, 
what was the make of the car in Back to the Future? It was a DeLorean. It was a DeLorean. Did you see, Ty, that they're bringing back the DeLorean? Oh, they really? They're going to make it an electric vehicle, but they'll still have those, uh, the doors those that weird open up. doors. Yeah. All right. Uh, the make and model, no, the name and model of the famous car in the Dukes of Hazard. It was a Challenger. Well, it's a Dodge Charger, and what was its name? Gerald uh, Lee. Gerald Lee. Not very close. Not quite Gerald Lee, but it was named uh, for a very famous Civil War general. Whose last name happened to be Lee. He's a general and his name was Lee. That's right. Robert Lee? Uh, the name of the car was the General Lee. That's what I said. I thought you said Gerald Lee. No, I said General Lee. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. I'll give her credit for that. <laughs> yeah, you got that one, yes. <laughs> I was like, it was Gerald Lee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the name and the model of the love bug. It is a Volkswagen Beetle. And the name? Herbie. Herbie. Hey, now. Do you remember those movies, Tig? Yeah, the car talked or something, didn't it? It was a tiny bit before my time, but what was it? What was its deal? Was it like a ghost in the car? Or what was? How was it alive? No, he just he just wanted to race, and so he did whatever he. He made things happen uh, on his own. He could go on his own and. I understand, but what had it? What brought him to life? Uh, I don't know. Like we must research Love this. Love of the person who drove him, I guess. I don't. Yes, so. <laughs> How about the Oscar Mayer promotional vehicle? What is that known as? The Wiener Mobile. The Wiener Mobile. O.J. Simpson's getaway vehicle was a? It was a white Ford Bronco. Ford well, she, Bronco. She did that, didn't she? This was terribly <laughs> easy. Batman's car. The Batmobile. And finally, this is a ghoulish monster truck. Gravedigger. And with that, you know, she's correct. Tig, if I'm not mistaken, she got every single one correct. Teresa, you know what this means. I get tickets. Not only do you get tickets, if you get every single one right, I must get down on one knee and propose marriage to you. Um, Teresa from I Collinsville. Don't know if my husband would. Ter let me finish. Teresa from Collinsville. Will you marry me? <laughs> now she's making up some fake husband. Do like, I really have one? His name's Kevin. <laughs> she's, 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 married 20 years the first month. Well, fine. Well, I hope you and Kevin have another great 20 years together. <laughs> Maybe y'all can go to this car show. We will go to this car show. We were talking about it the other day. Does Kevin ever get jealous that you listen to Tig and Daniel? No. He's he like, listens to you guys. Is Kevin ever like, oh, well, you better stop listening to those handsome devils? <laughs> No, not yet. Okay. Fairly okay. <laughs> seen our pictures. Like, no, yeah, he's, he's not threatened at all. <laughs> he's like, no, honey, I'm good. You can listen to those guys if you want. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We used to be on a billboard, and uh, you'd ride by, and it looked like uh, Ichabod Crane and the Penguin from Batman Returns. <laughs> Don't laugh. 
what she's supposed to say is no, but she's just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, Teresa, you're going to go to the car show. You guys have a great uh, time, and uh, thank you so much for listening, and thanks for uh, being a nurse and uh, helping take care of all of us. Well, thank you very much. You guys have a good day. You too. 98.5 The Bull. Bye. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Here we go with the Kid Quiz. Your chance to win uh, free tickets to Safari Joe's H2O free t-shirt. And call it in on the Duval Plumbing Contest line is Brock. Good morning, Brock. How are you? Good. Brock, have you been enjoying your summer so far? Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? You'd, you'd enjoy it even more if you could uh, spend some time out at Safari Joe's H2O. It's a great water park. Have you ever been? What? Have you ever been to Safari Joe's uh, Water Slide Park, H2O? No. Well, this would be uh, absolutely perfect. Ty loves to take his son. It's a great time, and uh, I hope you win these tickets because you will have a blast at Safari Joe's this summer. And, Daniel, we're going to play the kid quiz now with Brock. Heading into third grade, Brock is, so let's see how we do. All right, Brock, up first, what group of superheroes includes Captain America and the Incredible Hulk? Four. No, it's not Thor is also included, but these uh, group of superheroes together are known as the... Help him out, Tug. I, I would only be taking a guess. The Incredibles? No. Okay. The Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Brock, up next. How many toes does a human have? Five. Well, they have five on one foot. And uh, we have two feet, so how many would that be total? Ten. Ten is correct. There you go. Up next, Brock, what is venison? From what animal would you get venison? That's a tough question. Yeah, it kind of is tough. Yeah. Give, him a, give Brock a hint, Tug. Well, some people eat this meat. Um... I don't know how to give him a hint without giving him the answer. You might go hunting for it. Buffalo? A little bit smaller than a buffalo. It's what Bambi is. Hot new movie Bambi. Only 100 years old. doesn't know what that is. Just give him a, yeah. They've got antlers. Deer. Deer. There you go. Up next, Brock, what do you get when you freeze water? Ice. Ice is correct. And Brock, who was the first president of the United States of America? That guy with those uh, wooden teeth or whatever he had. He was a famous general and he was the first president of the United States. It was George Washington. Uh, Brock, one more question. See if you can get this one right. Where does Santa Claus live?
Brock, are you with us? Can you hear us? Okay, did Brock hang up, or is this a bad? He just sees. He's on the line. Um, Where does Santa Claus North live? Pole. North go. Pole. There you go. All right, Brock. Well, you've got enough right to go to Safari Joe's H2O. Thank you so much for calling the Duval Plumbing Contest line. And uh, I will talk to your mom, and we'll get those uh, tickets lined up for you. All right, buddy? All right. All right. There you go. Another edition tag of the Kid Quiz. We're back next Tuesday as well. Another chance at your Safari Joe's tickets on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Did you see what happened to that church in Bartlesville where, like, this gas tank went through the uh, church? Welcome into Did You See? It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. It's hard to explain, but News on 6 did a good job. And so this is from News on 6 about what happened in Bartlesville. Paul McNeil with Highland Park Baptist Church paints a vivid picture of the moment a compressed natural gas tank came flying through the church's window. Uh, right there, and to the best of our knowledge, kind of ricocheted down this hallway, hitting sometimes the side, sometimes the ceiling, as you can tell. He believes the tank was being worked on across the street when something went wrong, shooting the tank more than 100 yards across. I, I got to say that I'm, I'm looking at these pictures. This is one of those tanks that uh, my grandparents would have out on their, in the country. You know, it's like kind of hot dog shaped. It's a big boy. It ain't like what you got under, under your grill or anything like that. This is the giant one that you might have propane in it for months. Or natural gas or whatever. And I'm looking at these pictures. It's a brick church, Daniel. And it goes through the bricks of the church. And then there was a cinder block wall inside there in a hallway. And it went through that like a missile. It's, uh, it continues. Across their parking lot and straight into the building. And when it did, it was became like a, you hard to say like a torpedo, but like releasing a balloon that had, you had been blown up and so it had air pressure in it. It ricocheted off, I believe, their sign and their fence and a car over on that side of the street. And then it eventually angled across the street and the parking lot into the north end of our church. Yeah, that's in Bartlesville and it looks like a bomb went off in this church now. And uh, he went on to say that thankfully they weren't, it wasn't Sunday when tons of people would have been in there. Nobody was in there. Um, but I mean, what a weird thing. Of all the things you would think about if you're a church to worry about, like a tornado or flooding, I don't think natural gas tank from across the street would be on the list at all, would it? It's one of those kind of things, you know, you just never suspect could happen, but uh, heck, anything could take you out at any moment. Everybody's just remember right. that. Live like that. Uh, <laughs> Live scared all the time? Just terrified all uh, around you. Now i got to add that to my list, like, will a propane tank land on my house? Hmm. Huh. What you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see, Ty? Well, it's going to be hot again today. I know we've been talking about the heat all week. Uh, it's going to be hot today, not as humid, though, and breezy, so that's good news, right? Better than it was yesterday. I mean, it was... I mean, I tried to water some plants yesterday in my yard, and I was like, I've had enough. So I don't know how people do it who are um, doing all the construction around here. And also, I mean, that's brutality. The UV rays are really bad today. I saw this morning Alan Cronin, News on 6, was saying that you could start to burn out there in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Sunburn in 10 minutes. Got to use that SPF, baby. Tig, did you see that Father's Day is coming up in the hottest new rage in fashion? Men wearing pearls. You might have noticed Harry Styles wearing pearls, Drake, even some MLB players. There's even some jewelers who are designing masculine pearl jewelry specifically for men. Uh, the CEO of one jewelry company says a pearl is a symbol of power. It continues to be timeless and elegant, but can also be playful. Um, 
I was lucky enough to go to the World Series, and one of the players was wearing a pearl necklace. What do you think brought that back, or what was the particular thing on. that were, I guess, just things just come and go, and there's no really rhyme or reason? I, I don't know. Are they doing it to be funny? I mean, because I will say that the guy who played Major League Baseball that wore uh, pearls, like he sort of got more famous because he he just got known as, like, oh, that's the guy that wears pearls. Well, you say, like, are they doing it to be funny? What? Why is one jewel, you know, considered okay to wear one and not you know if you're gonna wear gold why not wear pearls what's well, the I, difference really silver i guess if i think about it i never considered it i wear jewelry every day and a it's wedding a, ring, a wedding yeah. ring you're mm-hmm. right i don't know maybe it's just one of those things coming back in style i think it's that harry styles though i think is really affecting fashion and, and music right now but in any case perfect father's day gift pearls what'd you do if you got pulled in you're getting chewed out by your boss guys wearing a pearl necklace <laughs> Because I used to have this boss a long time ago, a guy's named Johnny Walker, some weird name like that. If you're in radio, you have to have some cheesy name. This guy, Johnny Walker, pulled us into the office. He's getting on to us. And behind Johnny Walker, up over his shoulder, was a big Mickey Mouse clock. You know, the one with the uh, arms that point, Mickey's arms are pointing. This guy's like reaming me out. And I'm like, I can't, I can't respect you, buddy. You got a Mickey Mouse clock in here. You got this Mickey Mouse stuff everywhere. He had Mickey Mouse figurines. And I think he even said something one day. To him. I was like, what's the deal with all this Mickey stuff? He said, Mickey is cool. And how am I supposed to be reprimanded by a guy? <laughs> a grown man. I think if you were in Vietnam and the uh, the sergeant calls you into the barracks and in the barracks is Mickey Mouse stuff everywhere. <laughs> I can't trust this man. <laughs> no offense to people who love Mickey. Just or pearls. A little strange to me. Also, Tig, did you see that uh, in Oklahoma, if you're looking for a gig, I tell you who can use your help, use your help. Oklahoma nursing homes facing staffing crises all over. They need, uh, they need people to work in these nursing homes. And uh, nursing home, probably a pretty rough place to work, to be honest with you. But uh, these people are needed. You could really, you know, help people by taking care of uh, the elderly, especially if they need nursing home care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would imagine that that's a tough job, too, isn't it? I mean, it is, and I'm sure they don't get paid enough. Probably a little bit thankless, because I got to tell you, like when my grandmother got old, she was like, she would say the staff was stealing stuff, and I think that's a part of aging, right? Like you can't remember where, and so you got to put up with a lot of stuff. I would imagine, you know, so and so. Guess what this pays? Guess what this pays? In some of these situations here, current rate twelve bucks an hour. Ah, see, that's so tough, right? I mean, because. That's a hard job to take care of somebody. And, yeah, like, if at the end of my life I got somebody taking care of me, I hope they're compensated more than $12 an hour. Yeah, it's so tough because, you know, we used to take, and I don't I don't know if you did this in your little hometown, but the school, we would take trips to the nursing home. Mm-hmm. And um, because, it, you know, who doesn't like to see kids, you know? And so we were there sort of like, hey, and they loved it and all that, but. Is it bad that I say that it was kind of scary to go in there? Like, it just seemed... No, not at all, especially yeah. not when you're a kid because, you know, the people kind of yelling and, and calling your name, stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah, it is an uncomfortable place to work, but they do need people. But I wish there was a way to increase those wages. A little bit, $12, well, not going to cut it. That's tough. Not going to cut it, buddy. But there is gigs. There are gigs out there, apparently. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The 
the Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning there, Daniel. Tig, I uh, posted something on the Bull Tulsa to get everybody's opinion, and the post was about that thing that was circulating on the Internet. Uh, they said, worst place to work ever. The, it said, uh, the sign was, new office rule. For every minute you're late for work, you'll be required to work for 10 minutes. So this happened in an office. The uh, boss put this up that says, if you're... If you're supposed to be here at 8, but you get here at 8.01, you owe me 10 extra minutes this afternoon. You're supposed to work from 6, uh, uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay. So for every minute you're late for work, you'll be required to work for 10 minutes after 6 p.m. For example, if you arrive at 10.02, you'll have to stay an extra 20 minutes until 6.20. Thanks. Minimum wage job. Tag. Reasonable policy or worst boss ever? Completely uh, unreasonable. Completely unreasonable. A lot of people, though, were saying on um, Facebook, on the Bull Tulsa, that they felt like if you're getting paid overtime, they'll take it. Well, that was a question I had, and we don't know the answer to that. I mean, are you paid I'm, for the 10 minutes that you stay late? I'm going to assume if it's minimum wage, they aren't doling out overtime hours. Yeah, because then you would have a strategy to make more money. I'll come in like 50 minutes late, and then I'll make a bunch of overtime. Right. Like, I don't think that works. And I don't think it's legal to, uh, is this legal? Is this enforceable? What do you mean? Like, If you're you, not going to pay the person, oh, is it legal I, I, to I think require them into, to stay? Oh, no. If you're an hourly employee, I think you would run into labor law issues if you're not paid for your time at work. If you're an hourly employee, salary is different, I think. The, that's a different ballgame. But I think if you're an hourly employee, they have to pay you if you're at work. Right? I mean, they, you know, those signs they post in your office that has all this federal government. I, yeah, I all see all stuff. these, uh, I see all these bulletin boards at places I've worked and they tell me all my rights, but I'm too lazy to have never read them. <laughs> I, I could be totally getting taken advantage of. I have you no idea. <laughs> so you yeah. think, uh, you think this is uh, completely Oh, I think that's ridiculous. And, um, I mean, Daniel, I was in management for a while early in my career and you were actually, you worked for me. That's right. Our very first job together, Tig hired me to work part-time at a radio station in, in Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. And I was. they wanted me there at... Like 10 o'clock. Something like that. And I would, uh, I would get there at uh, 10, 10.30, you know? Yeah, and I would come in and I said, Daniel, 10.01 is reasonable. 10.07 is, you know, let's not do that every day. But you were just... Um, you were perpetual in your lateness. And I, as your boss, said, Daniel, here's the deal. You need to get here when we ask you to be here. But what further complicated this issue is that Daniel was supposed to be there at 10. He shows, he rolls in there at 1030, dressed like a vagrant. And then uh, at 11, he'd take a lunch. I'm like, wait, you're already 30 minutes late. And 30 minutes after you get here, you're taking lunch? And then he would be like, you know, I have a right to take a lunch, da, da, da. And I go, you do have a right to take a lunch. Absolutely. But your workday starts at 10. How about lunch at 2? Like, you can't drive to the radio station, start work at 1030, and then go to lunch at 11 for an hour. Well, and you, uh, you, you didn't like it when I got on to you. Yeah, I didn't. You know why? Why? Because where was that radio station located? That was uh, in a small city, Auburn, Alabama. And where is Alabama located? It's in the United States of America. Which is a... Free country. Okay, then. <laughs> Boy, I mean, I had to go round and round with you guys. Tyke's such a micromanager back when oh, uh, I was working part-time. Listen, now keep in mind, I used to drive 30 minutes one way to uh, what they call run the board, and that's where I would – I was the guy that if they aired a ladies' basketball game, I was the one that 
came to the station and turned it on turned and played on, the commercials yeah, and stuff. And all that. Get minimum wage and all that. And, these, and then he wants to micromanage me. And you know another rule? List this true story. To run a board, to come up there and be at that radio station, they wanted you to tuck in your shirt and wear a belt. I've never seen anything like it. Micromanaging. You know and, then, and where was that station? Auburn, Alabama. And what country is that in? United States of America. And uh, if you own a business, you have the right to set forth rules by which your employees must behave so long as it doesn't violate uh, like the Constitution or something. You were the Vladimir Putin of a radio station. It didn't make any sense. Tuck in your shirt. Tuck in your shirt. And I'm the only guy in there? Look presentable. I mean, come on. Okay, how about now? Would you like to uh, tuck in your shirt? I will if they said so. Would you like it? I like my job, so if they want me to tuck in my shirt, I'd say, yeah, that sounds oh good to gosh. me, buddy. <laughs> that was the kind of guy. I was, like, starting a revolution down there. I was losing my mind. I was like that guy in Braveheart. I was and like, no. I know. You were, like, so ridiculous. I'm like, just tuck it. I, I would say to things to you, like, Daniel, just tuck in your shirt. I mean, it's not that big a deal. But you just drew a line in the sand. Like, you're not going to get pushed around. Daniel's the kind of guy that would quit a $1 million job over you need to have your shirt tucked in. He's like, I won't do it. I have rights. But, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to hear from, a, like, an a employer or a boss. Do you sometimes want somebody that's kind of, like, hard-headed? Because they did promote me, like, pretty you, quickly. The reason you got promoted what had nothing to do with how, like, you followed rules. You were just lucky. I would have fired you had you sucked on the air. Like, I would have just fired you because you were so difficult so to So you're be saying around. I have such immense talent on the radio that... You, you, you guys would put up with the no, no tucking in the shirt. A little bit. We were like, well, yeah, a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. But had you been terrible on the radio, which you kind of are now, but I, I probably would have fired you because you just blatantly. It's like when I told you to tuck in your shirt, you purposely like even went and bought longer shirts or something just to really drive me crazy. Couldn't do it. Just could not <laughs> tuck that shirt in. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. You know, they got some uh, rules down at Snow's Furniture, Daniel. You know what one of them is? One of them is Barry's like, listen, you guys are going to sell this price at the... You're going to sell this price. Oh, I'm going to lose you my mind. Now, hold on now. I hate to interrupt the uh, commercial here. I've gotten a uh, Facebook message. Go ahead. You know how this sits with me. This lady named Ruby says, Daniel sounds like an immature snowflake. <laughs> What? Sounds like it. To me, the snowflake is the one that's like, tuck in your shirt and don't go to lunch until 2. I'm glad I don't work for Ruby. I'd lose my mind. Anyway, back to uh, Snow's Furniture, Tig. They, they guarantee the lowest That's prices. one of the rules they have. They mm -hmm. have the rule, and it's the lowest prices. They also have another rule. They don't follow you around the store where, like, a lot of people, they, like, try to guide you through the store to the stuff that they can make the most money on. They just let you do your thing at Snow's Furniture. You pick out what you want, and then um, they got the largest inventory. So if you were there even six months ago... It's probably a different-looking store inside right now. Different furniture, dining rooms, all that stuff you get. And uh, when you go up to the counter, they'll give you 12 months to pay for it. At 0% interest, mind you. I think we're all going to need that. Uh, the way things are going around here, <laughs> yeah. gas is driving us crazy. Yeah, we so. all need 0% interest right now. <laughs> Snow's Furniture can do it for you online, in town, and on Facebook. We're 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. One of the best movies Tig I ever saw in the theater was the original Jurassic Park when those dinosaurs came out. Mm -hmm. Thrilled, loved it, loved every second of it. I went yesterday and saw the latest one, Jurassic World Dominion. Hated it. It's <laughs> awful, man. It's really? just terrible. It's two hours, two and a half hours long. 
It was they just really dropped the ball with this one. Brutal reviews too, right? Like yeah, nobody 30%. liked Thirty percent. Yeah. Uh, for example, bad. to uh, show how bad it is, Top Gun Maverick, ninety-seven percent out of a possible one hundred. Jurassic Park, World Dominion, thirty percent. Just not good. So this weekend, heading to the uh, theater, if you had a friend say, what, what should I see? And you're kind of a movie guy. I'd say you go would see, suggest Top Gun. I'd go say Top Gun again. And you're, like, not into that whole Top Gun stuff, but you still just like the movie, just in general, as a person I, who... I haven't spoken to a single person that's, that's seen Top Gun Maverick that said, no, I didn't care for it. Everybody's loved it, ranting and raving. It is a great movie, and you didn't even like the first one. It's a weird anomaly when the second movie's better than the first. And, and I'm not a big old fan of Tom Cruise, like, in his personal life. I think the guy's a little wacky, but I can divorce myself from that for this movie. And just so watch good. the movie. Yeah. and um, I like to say that uh, Ty, uh, it's kind of like Siskel and Ebert, except when instead of doing thumbs, he does chins because he has many chins. <laughs> and so you give Top Gun Maverick two chins up. Two chins up, and uh, Jurassic Park, you think that I would give t- I think you'd give both three- my chins down? I think you'd give three chins down on Jurassic Park. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Go watch <laughs> Top Gun. It's two chins up on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. We're following uh, breaking news out of Oklahoma City. A guy has uh, decided to climb up the Devon Tower, which is a huge office building in uh, Oklahoma City, taller than the BOK Tower in Tulsa. I mean, so you can imagine. And this guy, uh, he apparently, okay, he's he's two stories from the police now. And so you can imagine the scene. He's climbing up a building, and police are just waiting on the roof for him when he arrives. You can watch this live feed, uh, 98.5 The Bulls Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash the Bull Tulsa. Uh, we got 20,000 people watching this live video right now. Tig, it appears to me that he's now gone beyond where the police are, climbing to the very, very top of the building. Oh, okay. Maybe my stream's a little delayed, but the police, what I'm now, seeing. Now the police, if I can paint this picture for you, are on top of the building, uh, kind of like there's a crown kind of structure. The police are now looking up at him as the guy climbs. Past them. Past them. Yeah. Onward. Uh, so the police are sort of on, on, they're on the roof, but the building goes a little bit higher than the roof in a way with the way it's designed. And you might ask why the Devon Tower in Oklahoma City is the tallest building in the city and the state. So that's why he chose this. And this guy is a known uh, TikToker and uh, climber that does these kind of things. He does uh, these kind of stunts in order to, uh, I guess, protest abortion and now he has climbed beyond the police officers. They, you know, what are they? They don't know. I guess they know what to do. They're just kind of like watching. I guess he's now got to make his way down. And then he will is be. Is he on, on your screen? Is he on the top of the building right now? Okay. He's about, I'd say, 10 yeah. to 20 feet from the very tip top. Okay. Also, they're live with this on News on 6 on television. Yeah. So it's not somebody that's in um, emotional distress. This is a person doing this on purpose to get views on TikTok. Uh, he brought a buddy along with him. Then his buddy had a drone. The police arrested the buddy. and uh, But now all the, uh, what I imagine are, well, helicopters are following this from a high vantage point. And we know that um, it's not a mental health stunt or anything like that because a PR firm, immediately when he started climbing the building. They sent it out to news outlets and said, here's what's happening. Right? Of Oklahoma, as yeah. uh, we are live this morning. And this has taken about exactly one hour because at 8.40, I was in the newsroom, Lacey and I, and we started hearing some scanner talk, like someone was climbing the outside of the Devon Tower. And we were like, there's no way. And of course, we immediately made the call 
to Oklahoma City Police and they said yes, it is confirmed there was someone on the 10th floor, so he probably started uh, just around 8.30, 8.40. Uh, just got uh, uh, an email from a News 9 viewer that says, hey, we're at an event at Vast. We've been taking pictures of the climber. We'll try to send them to you. So Devin Towers still bustling with business and everyone's looking outside, looking up, trying to get uh, pictures of this guy, wondering how exactly he's going to get um, And Now the he police... appears to be calling climbing back down toward the police tag. Yeah, like the police, they're... I guess this is the right thing to do because you don't want to make him slip or something like that. So they're kind of just waiting for him to get done with this prank. And then when he gets down, you know, he'll be carted off to jail. This must be. I haven't had a chance to check other places because I've been monitoring this live feed. But yeah, he's this, heading this down is, now. Uh, this must be live all over the country because uh, people are texting me from Nashville. Uh, this story of the guy climbing the Devon Tower in Oklahoma City. How is he going to make the – because that if he, if he falls – of course, he's going to die, but he can also injure a lot of people down at the very bottom, too. I'm sure they've cleared the uh And look the at grounds. the resources out trying to uh, get this guy off this building. If you're just joining us, a guy in Oklahoma City is climbing the Devon Tower, which is taller than the buildings you see downtown Tulsa. And it's a massive structure, and he's a TikToker trying to get views. And we know that because they sent out a press release saying this guy's about to climb the building, and, and now there's news helicopters watching him. Very windy day, Tig. Not to mention the heat up there. It's got to be. It's going to start getting that metal very hot. Yeah. Even if you have gloves, imagine uh, that you would eventually sustain, burn your hands. Sustain 22-mile-an-hour winds, so that's got to be a complicating factor. And, uh, and gust up to 30, 40 miles an hour, and he's on top of a building. Uh, I don't know where your feet is, Daniel, but it, it, it still looks like he's descending towards the police now. It sounds I, weird to say he's going, but he's going back down because this particular roof is really like five stories from the top. And he went to the top and now he's heading back down. Well, Which, yeah, but I don't know if he's going to try to get over to where the police are. or Is he going to climb all the way back down the building? I don't know what his plan is, but God, I just hope he gets off the building. I mean, there are, looks like 30, uh, maybe 20 to 30 law enforcement people out there. Yeah. Waiting on him. Well, uh, this is fascinating to me. Okay. Uh, he, he's now at a point where he could be about to get off of the side of the building. It's hard to tell from the angle of the helicopter. Again, the the live video that we're watching right now, 22.9 thousand people all over the country watching this. Yet again, Oklahoma in the news, national news, because I'm getting texts from people in Nashville and all over. We'll keep our eye on this. I, You know, it's like... We don't know what's going to happen with this guy. Well, one more and second here. Tell, wait, 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 Tyke. He's now. All right. Okay. He is now on top of the building. Uh, police are immediately arresting him. Put him in handcuffs. Okay. So he is safe. He's being handcuffed right now. Well, I'm glad he's safe. I mean, 22 years old. Well, when I first TikToker. saw it, when I first saw it, my heart sank. I thought this is a person that's gone insane. But then I started to notice he had on what appeared to be climbing shoes and had that bag of uh, mm. I, what I imagine would be chalk. So uh, he's all right. Whew. The police have got him. He's uh, he he's. I'll tell you what he's gonna have to do next is uh, lawyer up. He probably already had a lawyer. Uh, if he's got go. a PR firm, he's already got lawyers yeah. and things like that. So but, that uh, situation is settled now, Oklahoma City. Yes, Oklahoma back in the news yet again this week. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyke and Daniel.